This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Well, welcome to the show. The show is the Airbuds Podcast. I am Jamel. I am Peter. And I am Michael. Hey. What's up? Hey. Hey, it's Peter. Where have you been? Peter, what the fuck? Guys, listen, turns out when you pack up your entire life and drive across the country, um... Little more time consuming than I anticipated. Did not don't say. did not see that coming. How long did it how long did it take and how long did you think it was gonna take? Okay. Well, I'll tell you about the the drive actually worked out pretty well, but I've never I don't I haven't moved a lot in my life, but I especially haven't moved after I've been like with uh, you know, a partner for almost over four years and just like the shit you accrue. So we kind of assumed we packed up most of the apartment for the movers, and it would be pretty chill. Um, you know, they got there at 7 a.m. on Saturday. Say say they, something funny quick. Oh, shut up. <laughs> they would, like, we thought they'd be out at, like, 10. We could get on the road by 11. Uh, we left. Well, Peter, hold on. Take us a little at, further back. How did you book the movers? Was it through the internet? Listen, yeah. clutter.com. Ooh. Uh, check it out. Use me as a reference. If you're listening to this and you're moving... Please email airbuttspodcast at gmail.com so I can get $100. Um, Don't do that. It just took all fucking day. All fucking day. I didn't anticipate it. I didn't see it coming. And, Last uh, time I moved, I just, I just been... had two Russian dudes. And they just they just duct taped all my shit in one big ass box. Listen, the movers were doing it the best they can. Shout so. out, just the 10 of us. Guys, let's get some business out of the way before we talk more about Peter's riveting move across the country. Listen, detail I moved, and by then I detail. Had to fucking drive, and like, now I'm fucking back. What do you want from me? I'm on the East Coast now. I'm watching the cast. I want to know if you stole that ass. dog. I seen a dog back there. You brought Sadie with you? Yeah, What is the, the, the other dad? What, who, what happened? What was the custody form? Aren't you splitting the cu- custody? The custody form was he went out for a pack of cigarettes. And now okay. Sadie's ours. That's it. There it is. Okay. All right. Uh, if you're police and someone reported uh, a stolen dog, uh, <laughs> hope you're not listening. Guys, if you want to support the Buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, $5 a month gets you bonus content like extra episodes. Jamel and I have been cooking up a little something on the side that Peter doesn't even really know about. Uh, nope. So check your feed out for that coming soon. Am I excluded? No, you just were no. driving across the fucking country, and Jamel and I uh, were made some stuff. Uh, well, right. nah, you know how it go. Look, 
one person said something in the Slack, and then Mike was like, look, we need to drop everything and <laughs> handle this. No, that's a different – that was a different topic that we did not pursue. Anyways, yeah. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, gets you, uh, gets you access to our uh, Patreon Slack, where we're talking about basketball and various other topics all the time. One of my favorite channels right now is a coffee channel where we pretty much just post pictures of Ben Affleck getting Dunkin' Donuts every day. Uh, Bro, he know he's doing that shit on purpose, dog. He knows of course he's, he is. He's keeping himself relevant by drinking Dude, Dunkin' Donuts and smoking a cig. And I love Gen- it. It's like Jennifer Aniston of Smartwater, except like creamy iced coffee and and parliaments. He's a genius, dude. He's the voice of our generation, bro. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> That's patreon.com slash airbudspod. And guys, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you give us a five-star review and you write something, we will read whatever you write on the air, uh, just like these reviews, which I will blast through in a second. Uh, first one, yo, five stars from Stone Cold Steve Austin. I wonder if it's the real one. Uh, That'd be crazy. Favorite podcast by a fellow Virginian. Jamel, what's your favorite pizza place in Woodbridge and why is it Astoria's? Um, it's not Astoria's. It's actually Padrino's. So sorry. All right. Now you're going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin fucking coming after Astoria's is nice, but really, if it's for me, you got to say Padrino's. Padrino's too. Uh, then Lido's coming in at third. Then it's whoever else you want to bring around. Which place has the best wings? Ooh, none of them. I feel We're like wings are wings actually right a decent there. measure of a pizza place. Because like, that's probably like number two item you get from a pizza place in general. Right? All of our pizza places have questionable wings. I would say probably Lito's. They probably got the best wings. Got Great it. wings in Cleveland pizza spot. Pizzazz. Pizzazz pizza. Shout out to your wings. They do glitter? Is it like a glittery vibe in there? No. It's, uh, it's like right next to uh, a college. But... It says it's not very pizzazzy. I will say that. But mm. shout out to their dinner salad, which is four pounds of mozzarella cheese and like three things of mozzarella of uh, iceberg lettuce underneath. I love a pizza place salad. It makes no sense. The best. Absolute best. Four or five olives on that bitch. Oh, two pepperonis, a gallon of Italian dressing and 16 pounds of mozzarella or provolone cheese. And occasionally like a tomato like sliced in the worst possible format for a salad. <laughs> the best. Yeah. Uh, next review, guys. Uh, headline, fire, five stars from Grew JSHD. Best NBA podcast. That's all they say. Not wrong. Well, technically wrong, depending on what you mean by best NBA podcast. Definitely not right, but also not fully wrong. Yeah, we are an NBA podcast, so... He is allowed to say that, but he is wrong. Fair. Join uh, the best day can. Right, Headline, uh, TBAG TWTC, five stars from Aunt Keen. Uh, the Blazers are going to win the championship. Is that Baby Keem's mom? Probably. Okay. You know what I figured out this this year? Blazers fans are a a rambunctious group. What do you expect from them? They got you know, nothing. They got nothing but that team and a bunch of strip clubs. That's true. I think uh, Blazers. Uh, what I like about their fan base is that like they're also an industrious fan base. Like 
if you go on Blazers Twitter, like a lot of them, a bunch of Blazers fans are the people behind Flagrant Magazine, which is like beautiful. You got Trailblazing, which is like a fan site that eventually became like the premier merch, like NBA. I'm still waiting site. on my Trailblazing shirt. Sam, I'm waiting for that fucking Grateful Dead shirt. Is that what you're waiting for? Hell yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, you got Evan M, who is a, uh, a design powerhouse who just makes like beautiful prints about uh, of, of every Portland player. Yeah. I like the Portland fan base. They 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 create stuff around their team. Uh, Kevin like the Love Bills. Uh, have a They're better the chance Bills. of going there with Nurkic uh, breaking everything again. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. The Cavs seem completely lay on just, you know, interested in playing him at this point. I mean, I think he's healthy, but he just doesn't play now, right? I mean, we're I mean, too deep. Is that a thing? Can that be a thing? I mean, right? Too Anyone? deep for Kevin Love to sniff time? Yeah, man. Wow. Uh, final review. OJ Mayo headline. Uh, five stars. Username. Pecan pie is the best. Uh, and then it just says funny and insightful podcast. Thank you. I agree with that. Uh, but guys, do you agree that pecan pie is the best? I uh, also got to go with a no there. I mean, any pie has the potential to be life altering, life changing. That's how I feel sure. about pie as a genre. I-, I will back that up by saying, like, if you give me pecan pie with a gorgeous scoop of vanilla ice cream and it's yeah, warm that could change win. my life for sure but like yeah. you're just going right to the tech we're such an all or nothing society there's so many more pies i as someone who doesn't love sweet things or cloyingly sweet things you know i'll eat pie no matter i'll always eat pie at the end if like if it's offered oh yeah Thanksgiving, I know you, yeah it. yeah you will yeah jamel knew what i you caught the double meaning maybe uh but i like pecan pie i think pe- the the nutty savoriness of it uh i mean i know it's basically just pecans and like caro syrup like and then solidified but i think there's a savory flavor to it that i enjoy but i don't know if it's the best i don't know all that said, even though I just said I don't love sweet things, key lime pie I think might be my favorite pie. See, also fantastic. And key lime, uh, as my wife has been cooking up a couple of those recently, great cold too. Like I feel like a oh, pecan, yeah. like you need it like kind of warmed up and all gooey and happy. Not so much with uh, key lime. Opposite, you would say. All right, guys. We got to finish this business real quick. What are we like 45 minutes in? Jesus. Uh, guys, yeah. go to airbuds.bigcartel.com. Buy some t shirts. Uh, we still got them on sale. We still have a few. We've run out of some sizes, but you know what? Uh, we've got plenty left on, on other sizes, especially if you're a large. Uh, go to airbuds.bigcartel.com. We got some beautiful limited edition t shirts. Because we have 4,700 larges, right? We have a ton yeah. of larges. We thought, let's, <laughs> let's, we ran our last run, we, we ran out of larges and we thought, let's, Essentially, we order quadruple like the in a day. I know, and now I we've got all these understand larges. Understand this, uh, and look, I just start. I've been, you know, Peter gave me the shirts. I've taken charge over them. I've just been putting random shit in these orders now. Uh, I sent uh, Jamel. Remember yeah. when you gave me that uh, VH1? When is your wife going to get her wedding wing bra- back? Yeah. When's um, that going to happen? Well, I don't know. She's got to go fight the guy who ordered the basketball freak in size XXL <laughs> for it. But yeah, I put uh, that VH1 uh, Basketball Wives compact mirror compact, in that order yeah, recently. Yeah, I remember that, a picture of it. Yeah. So if you, uh, if you want a shirt and a free random basketball-related or semi-basketball-related gift, go to airbuds.bigcartel.com. Guys, let's get into the show. 
How's that sound? I love the show. Happy basketball. How about that? Happy basketball-ish. I guess maybe this topic is not so happy at first. Peter, were you too busy on the road to catch uh, the NBA on TNT on Thursday night? Never. I'm also, you know, not hard of internet, so I'm aware of what's going on, the comings and the goings. I mean, I, I might have been driving 10 hours a day, but I'm still a man of the ball. Well, then you must have seen Shaquille O'Neal randomly decide to talk shit to the Utah Jazz's Donovan Mitchell uh, on Thursday night, telling him live on the air, quote, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose, <laughs> and I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? To which Donovan Mitchell just said, well, all right. I mean, dude, it's... okay. Th- here's what I want to say. I have thought Wait, Shaq... what's the most offensive thing that someone's ever said to any of your faces? That, that well, I just want to know that. What was like something that anyone's uh, ever said to you guys that was like... I had a football coach tell me he, that I played the worst game of football he'd ever seen. <laughs> Did you play bad? Yeah, it was pretty bad. It sounds played like it, bad yeah. Game. It's a pretty bad game. I have no idea why. I just stuck in the mud out there. It was like a rain game. Doesn't matter. Looked like some shit. He pulled me to the side. Heading into the next, it was like we're heading into a playoff game. He said, Jamel, last week you played some of the worst football I have ever seen. And I had to just take it. And he didn't like yell it at me. He was just like, look, man, you suck dick. I don't you, did you just tell him that you were doing it the best you can? Yeah, Peter, you you're an actor ass, Broadway head ass. Somebody tell you your kickball chain was, um, was looking soggy. I I so in in drama school, I was pretty checked out at the end of a year, and we had to do like scenes at the end of you know like a certain period that was like huge part of your grade. And I was checked out. I was going abroad the next year. I did not give a fuck. And I did not learn, like, any of my lines for this scene. And my teacher told me that the acting that I did was so bad, he was worried for the health and safety of the people watching the scene. Meaning they were just going to, like, pull a gun out and shoot themselves? What do you (laughs) It was so bad that he was, like, concerned for, like, it was very much like a Billy Madison moment where he was like, everyone is dumber and, like, Maybe never going to be okay because of the terrible acting you just did. I was like, Meanwhile, thanks, fi- this class cost me $40,000. Hey, you pay, you get what you pay for. The truth. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, Mike is from Philly, and like, not only has he been like criticized to his face, his life has also been threatened for real. Somebody yelled at him with a gun out. T- tell us. Uh, <sighs> With a gun out? No. Uh, but like an implied okay. gun? Yes. Uh, but, you know, nothing actually springs to mind that like I want to talk about <laughs> like on, <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, There's a couple like, things yeah. that I'm like, that's for my therapist. But other like, <laughs> yeah, no. Other than that, like nothing. I, I no, know I've been insulted all of our my parents entire have life. Said worse stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All of our parents have said way worse stuff. I'm not going to say what my parents said. Yeah. I have been insulted to my face, but uh, I think when it comes to things like this that are just completely frivolous, like people being petty and stupid, Shaquille O'Neal clearly just, A, hates basketball, at least in its current iteration. She, he hates the, M- the, the NBA. He doesn't enjoy watching it. He doesn't like players. All he does is complain about it. 
and then he just talks shit on everybody. And uh, if someone like that were to like say shit to me, I'd just be like, "All right, man." Like I'd be like Donovan Mitchell. I'd just be like, "Cool. What do you What do you want me to do with that?" You know? Nothing. I mean, Shaq embarrassed himself. All those guys do not watch. Kenny Smith was literally just like, "We don't watch the games. We don't really care." Yeah, Kenny the Jet like, Smith okay. literally said. Uh, we watch the games. We don't really watch the games, which means that they're just sitting there talking shit to each other and not paying attention. I mean, Shaquille O'Neal didn't know who Christian Wood was like a week ago. Christian Wood, the guy who was like averaging like 28 and like 15 for the Rockets. He didn't know who he was. That's insane. Look, man, I was very early on the Shaq's an asshole train. I just want to put that out there. The it first is very time much he even like, mentioned barbecue chicken. He like he is very much jumping the shark all the time. Is he though? Here's this my other thing. Like, that's literally what we do. That's what this entire genre of media is. Is dudes who are not capable of doing the thing currently. Yes, Shaq, one of the greatest ever in his day, but today as a media personality can't compete at all much like us and we come on here and we say who we think is the best and and who we think isn't right is i think there's a slight difference a we'll never talk to donovan mitchell to his face and b sure besides austin rivers and gordon hayward i can't really think of a player that we've insulted like on a personal level like steph curry well peter peter wished him death was yeah. that, i guess we have also called steph weird and made fun of his boner but he posted a Draymond boner on instagram peter called draymond green a bitch for five straight minutes on an episode of this that's show that's true i'm Correct. sure i probably also insulted draymond okay but like i take back everything i said <laughs> we're, we're worse than shack <laughs> yeah that's but we're all. not getting paid on tnt i guess the question is not if shack has jumped the shark but like is TNT like the fun of it kind of worn off compared to like what it was a while ago? I think they're I mean, oh yeah. Jamal, you go on. No, I mean, I mean, the guys are getting older, so sure, it's it's nah, yeah. The the best years of inside the NBA are behind us, but whatever, we're gonna let them all be senile on TV. It's, it's too late. It's already. It's still. What do you mean? It's top too ten late. show. Like, who replaces them? Like Draymond, Dwayne Wade. You got to bring Chris Webber back, bro. First thing they got to do is bring Chris Webber back. Save Chris Webber from himself. Yeah, he's great in the studio. People always forget he's a nut. He's there. It, it was a game that I caught. I think it was like, oh, man. I don't know when it was this week, but it was him and Marv Albert. I was tweeting about it. Um, oh, I think it was like, uh, man, I forget what it is, but like they were so excited in like the middle of the second quarter and then the game was like coming down to the wire. I think it was a Nets game, the first Nets game with Harden maybe. And like Marv Albert and Chris Webber like could not be bothered to like get excited or contextualize like the last minute of the game or anything that was happening. It was, he's just, it's rough, man. It's rough out there with him doing these games. I mean, yeah, snacks. Chris Webber is definitely, I think, um, better in studio than he is uh, doing color for a game. I think he 
just meanders and is boring and says stupid things. And I think, yeah, he's definitely much better playing off uh, livelier people, people than Marv Albert, who frankly needs to retire like yesterday. Well, also, we are guilty of meandering and being stupid. Again, nobody's paying us. Well, except for our, our Patreon people, but they Some basically people. just pay to hang out with each other. Um, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> they, a fun. They hang. pay to hang out with us. Peter has just, Peter opted out on hanging out with those fools. Yeah. Years. When are ago. you gonna get back in the slack? Okay, you've been you've been on a road trip for four months, so now you're now All you're right, in Cleveland. I will commit to get back into the slack. It's just, man. My life is just fucking notifications, bro. It's hard Same, out there. man. I got fucking, we got jobs too. <laughs> and then I'm in there chopping it up hey, man, about video you, games and Ben Affleck. Why are you bragging everybody about our jobs, man? You got to keep that shit on the low, Benner. All right. How about being employed? Fuck no. Everybody needs to know I got a job. <laughs> Hell nah. The way motherfuckers <laughs> was acting about me in 2007? No. You're going to hear about this job. <laughs> if I don't owe you money, then you need to know that I have a job. <laughs> Fact. Otherwise, please... If I, Do if not I owe you money, I will. I, as soon as I get work, I'll let you know. <laughs> but I think this uh, Shaq, this, what happened with Shaq and Donovan Mitchell, and you know before that, Shaq and Rudy Gobert is like a weird like symptom of like the cumulative effect of having like only grumpy boomers like commenting on the sport, like when you've got Shaq and Charles and Kenny. Uh, and you know, completely uninterested in in you know knowing what's happening in the modern day NBA, or caring to like, you know, Shaq still thinks that like big men are as important now as they were in two thousand one, and they're not. He hasn't like kept up with the yeah, development well, of the game. Okay, hold on. Like, yes, Steph Curry in like a trans, like a like a a transcendent talented backcourt kind of made us think that big men aren't important. Well, but clearly like, they are, but Anthony Davis and LeBron sure seemed important. I know. Bam Adebayo sure seemed important. Like, I, I know they're, I know I they're important, say, like, but I, the, the rules literally changed where Shaq is basically being like, like, why aren't they as dominant as I am without thinking, like remembering that, like the rules were different back then. So you could be that dominant. <laughs> like they, I mean, Shaq would still fuck everybody up right now. Right, but you can—you literally can't play the same way Shaq did back then today because of rule changes. My point is, is that there's like you got Jeff Van Gundy doing color commentary and and basically saying this game fucking sucks. The NBA's uh, referees are <laughs> shitty. The players are stupid. Why am I here? humanity is is bad he literally said like the other day humanity is bad <laughs> like you got i Jeff... mean do you disagree with him no i don't but like i'm not uh... i'm not doing color for an nba game you've got what do they owe us why do you why do you you have said that and you have said that that because these fools are employed by some company with a lot of money they owe us like like some sort of like some sort of seal of like uh of honor or some shit like they're fucking in the royal guard they're fucking basketball idiots. I don't think they owe me anything, but I I think Donovan Mitchell doesn't deserve to be shit on on live TV. I don't think Donovan like TNT basically goes to NBA players and says, "Can you guys come on and be interviewed?" Because that justifies our show's existence. NBA players are like, "Sure," even though I just 
played in a game where my team blowed out the blew out the uh, opponent. Well, I no, scored no, 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 no. points. They're like contractually obligated right. to do that because the team because TNT demands it. Yeah, that's yeah. Y'all saying the same thing? Yeah, that's the NBA con- TV contracts and why they're even so playing at all. So then it sucks like, for the NBA players to be contractually obligated to go on a show where then the host is going to be like. First of all, you're a piece of shit and you don't deserve your success. What do you have to say about that? Like that's Well, you change the words a little, but it's Yeah, close. you kinda I mean, That's the implication. Is is Shaq is basically saying I, you don't have what it takes to be as good as me. What makes you think I should even be talking to you? Like that that's the look, tone man. that Shaq had. Shaq is You're not allowed Shaq, to talk to, about Donovan Mitchell that way. Only we're allowed to talk about Donovan Mitchell that way. Yeah, we called this dude a fed. Well, okay. all the There's time. There's calling the Jazz cops, which they are, <laughs> and saying Donovan Mitchell, whom, whom I've defended and said is very good on this podcast many times. I can't take you seriously if you're saying whom. Whom yeah, is the sure. correct usage in this instance? Well, it doesn't matter. When should you use whose? Like whose line you is just it nailed anyway? it. That's the perfect example. Who's on first? But then when it, what's What's who apostrophe that is? Uh, who is so? Who's on first would be who apostrophe s. Who's as in possessive oh, would be w h o s e. Ah, because we all have yeah. lines, but I need to know who's this yeah, one. It's is. one of those weird apostrophe anyway. exceptions to the rule, like it's it's you know. Listen, man, Shaq was foolishly trying to repair the relationship between the player and the media. The problem that the player has with the media is the backhanded nonsense and the bullshit. Shaq, being a former player, he's thinking, you know what? Instead of me saying that I don't think the Jazz are that good later in the interview, so when Donovan Mitchell watches Inside the NBA later tonight, he hears that I, after the interview when I'm nice to him, and then when we hang up on him, I go on to say that he sucks. Instead of that... I'm just going to do it to his face. Kind of respect it when he put it like that. I see that. I get the point where Shaq probably saw Donovan Mitchell was coming on and he was like, oh, fuck. I talk shit about him at the halftime. Now I need to, like, either I look like a bitch by not mentioning it or I bring it up and face it. Uh, but he did it in a way that was completely fucking shitty. A way to not do it was like, you know, at halftime I was questioning, uh, you know, your team's ability to win a championship and, and then you guys went out and blew the team out and you scored 36 points. You had an incredible game. In fact, Donovan Mitchell's been having an incredible season. Another way to do it would have been like, I questioned whether you had what it takes, but you showed me you might. Good job. Instead... Yeah, that sounds like boring television, bro. Thank you. Peter Moses. Oh, I guess that... On the right side of no, history, is that the Peter right side Moses. of history to sacrifice someone's humanity? I questioned and... it, but now I think you might be good. I'm Shaq. Goodbye. What? Who does a fuck about right. that? What would we be talking about that? I think. Okay. God. Well, then, you know what? I'm I'm an idiot for wanting Donovan Mitchell <laughs> to not look get embarrassed live on television. Listen, Donovan I don't know Mitchell who got didn't embarrassed. get embarrassed. Shaq, Shaq got embarrassed. Embarrassed yeah. himself. Yeah. All right, fair enough. He was shacking a fool. 
Yeah, and Donovan's response is, okay, bro. Like, yeah. obviously, he knows he just dropped 36. We all just watched him drop 36. He basically just said, okay, Boomer, to him. So we want Boomers to be idiots on TNT? Is that what we're settling on? I mean, this is what I want. I want to know. I want to know what every Boomer is doing at all times. <laughs> I need eyes on them niggas constantly because they're capable of anything. And we keep acting like they're just going to disappear. 400,000 people about to die in here, and boomers are still running the show. That's a good point. Yeah, let's put them all on camera and try to embarrass them to death. Yo, get them in front of me. I don't give a shit if I got to live in a tub like a fucking minority report so I can watch it. I don't care. I feel like we reference the tub ladies and minority reports so much. Every couple weeks. Every and couple weeks. Um, they're actually uh one of my uh my you know, my celebrity hall pass. <laughs> you can fuck a precock. You can fuck a precock. That I could fuck a precock. <laughs> and she said it uh but she said I can only do it if I um right before I'm about to to, to blow i say <laughs> Commit a did crap. you see this coming and then i come on the guy's <laughs> back oh no oh. all right man and they go yeah yeah i did <laughs> the economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news we dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this is a podcast about basketball. Guys, Kyrie Irving is back, baby. He's back from his uh, his little sabbatical. Yes. Uh, Let's go. The press monster himself. <laughs> Peter, did you – I mean, I know you're on your, your four-week road trip, but the, did you catch any of the Kyrie's return to the Nets? Oh, you mean him catching two L's in a row to the Cleveland Cavaliers? Oh, yeah. So you did see. I did catch a couple of those. Peter, why don't yes. you talk, walk us through it? Uh, tell us, tell us uh, about – Colin Sexton's monster game and, and Kyrie's return to the court. Colin Sexton. Tell, it, tell a, us why you forgot what Kyrie did for you and your city entirely. Oh, I haven't forgot. Because of two regular season uh, bubble games. I haven't forgot. It's great. Listen, watching Kyrie is always fun. He can get his shot whenever. Um, and I mean, I think the Nets are probably going to make it to the at least the semifinals at absolute worst. But um, there's, I mean... Man, I don't know. The uh, uh, Kyrie's just delicious to watch. It's so nice. But Sexton is really a thing. And, you know, I led the charge in hoping that Dan Gilbert, um, you know, was dragged in the street for letting Kyrie go. But can you imagine if Sexton was on the Celtics right now with Tatum and Brown? That would be kind of tight, actually. And, you know, all things hindsight being Danny Ainge 2020, um, I definitely appreciate him uh, giving us that Brooklyn pick. 
for like a Kyrie rental of pretty disappointing two or three years, whatever it was. Cavs are ahead of schedule. It's tight. Jared Allen's 22. Garland's under 22. Sexton's 22. That Jared nice. Allen pickup, man, it's so good for you. Yeah, Sexton had uh, 42 Wild. and 25 and back-to-back wins against the Cavaliers. He had uh, nine assists in the second game, which is great. Um, <clears throat> how are you? are getting dubbed by the Celtics right now? I, I don't know if they eventually they were getting oh, dubbed. No, no, yeah, they're getting at the beginning of this. Absolutely smoked by the. Celtics well, that's right what now, I was gonna sure. bring up. Uh, do you think it the Cavs? Uh, may have benefited from the Nets' complete lack of defense. I mean, everyone in the Eastern Conference, other than your two teams, is like either 9-7 and seven or 7-9. Seven and nine. So it's just good to see them like ahead of schedule, to be honest. Like, that's just fun. They look good. Like, Is that an admission that those wins weren't real? Um, I mean, it has to be somewhat real when you go coast to coast without Durant out there and then still win an overtime game with him out there. Um, you know, I mean, the cat, I mean, are the Cavs are going to make the playoffs. Like probably not, but it could still be fun. Like just fun. Basketball is nice. Knowing that there's Who a finishes future higher? is nice. Who finishes higher? Y'all or the Knicks? Ooh. Um, I don't know. Kind of similar pocket. Wouldn't you say? Answer my question. <laughs> kind of the same place. <laughs> Answer um, my goddamn question. I'll go Cavs because I feel like the Knicks and Thibodeau is just like, at some point, you all, it's going to go belly up, you know? Yeah, just being in a division with the Knicks and the, I mean, with the Nets and Celtics, right? It's just, yeah, they gotta, I think so. They just gotta, yeah, I, I feel I'll say Cavs too, fuck it. I think the Nets. Yeah, I got too many centers. Do the centers matter? The Cavs have all of the good centers. Every single one. Cannot give Kevin Love away right now. Did you see that after uh, Nurkic um, sadly broke his wrist and went out? Uh, get get well soon, Large King. CJ McCollum was literally on Twitter asking the Celtics to send them one of their centers. <laughs> Is that tampering? I mean, if you're, it's kind of funny, then no. And also, like not like he's lebron so no one takes him seriously i guess maybe and he's no probably one takes talking Portland about seriously i think he, he maybe it was because he was talking about people under contract so you can't tamper with somebody who is like if you're talking to a restricted uh, free agent maybe that's like a different you know the rules are definitely weird and just kind of all clearly pretend it feels like all the time you know right uh lebron james can run an entire agency designed to funnel all NBA yeah. players into the Lakers at some point in their career. But Space Jam 2 is like Russian propaganda level like shit with LeBron, right? Absolutely. But LeBron's nice, so it's okay. Right. Yeah, that's true. But then like Daryl Morey could like say the word Bradley, even if he was talking about like Bill Bradley, and they'd think you were you were trying to influence Brad Beal to come to this <laughs> like he like the Sixers get fined for everything. The league hates the Sixers. Would you guys would you guys win the championship if you got Bradley Beal? Uh I'm not allowed to talk about that no. unless Jamel sends me a pipe bomb. <laughs> what? Hold on. Wait. I don't understand. How why long have I sure. been away? No. What happened? What are you talking about? Nah. I'm just gonna let that sit there. <laughs> P- point is, um, it's never gonna happen, so 
there's no point in playing uh, jokey joke uh, time with me, Peter. <laughs> Next question. I do, if, Peter. You said that uh, the Nets will make the semifinals. I you don't think that they're favorites for the Eastern Conference Finals? Perhaps the entire to go to the finals in general. I they probably are. I think the Sixers and the Bucks look nice. So I don't feel like, and you can't underestimate whatever Harden and Kyrie are going to do and everybody's health, I feel like. Is that like, I just feel like, yes, but like, I feel like, don't you think Nets, Bucks, and kind of Sixers are in their own world? I think Nets, Bucks, and Sixers are in their own world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the Bucks are uh, are fraudulent uh, every season, so I'm not sure. I think they, like the Nets and Sixers may be, Nets are one A, Sixers are one B, and then the Bucks are one Z. The dead, the, I don't want to beat the dead as tours possible, but like, not keeping Brogdon is still one of the most criminal offenses that's ever happened. But you know what? Look, they got Drew Holiday. They're still top of the. Yeah, I think Drew Holiday's. An I know. Can you imagine Brogdon and Holiday? No, I don't think that would be a good fit. No. Well, they're just. It's it just is. Two point guards. I mean, Holiday is a much better version of Brogdon, isn't he? Just polished, you know, veteran. Yeah. Ability, mental. You know, he's he he he's seen every defense. He's seen every offense. And I think a slightly better defender as well. He's yeah. doing <laughs> it the best he can. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Thank you. Uh. I don't know how fraudulent the Bucks are this year. That's all I'm going to say. I love Chris Middleton with all my heart. That's and that still to this day. I will say, uh, I believe the Brooklyn Nets uh, kind of beat them the other night with just Durant and Harden, didn't they? Yep, and Middleton missed the last shot, but I don't care. Is Chris Middleton – good enough <laughs> to be like the number two on the bucks i know we i think feel like we've talked about this a hundred times we, he's not right well th- here's this is my problem here's why i love i love chris middleton because he plays a very high usage role on a very good team but y'all would both say that beal is better yes, than him for right? sure oh yeah why why beal would look the same on a championship level team, dog, Chris Middleton would have inflated numbers if he was on a team that wasn't trying to win a championship too. I think he's just a better shooter than Middleton. I think. Can I just also say, like, I think I Bradley Beal is better that's, looking. That is true. That is true. No, that's a hundred percent true. Better looking, cuter, uh, through and through, bro. I. But as far as, like, play, I don't see too much of a difference. I think Brad's got a few more moves, but does that make him better? I don't know. Because he also throws a few more turnovers. That's a good point, but he's got the ball in his hand more. Yeah, because he's on a team that doesn't give a shit about anything. They're not even a team anymore. They haven't played in a month. (laughs) You guys are playing for the first time in how long tonight? I think we're working. We're working on three weeks, man. This would be this is the, the beginning of 
what would have been right and they were cleared to play like on like wednesday or thursday but bradley beal was like we need to fucking practice right yeah yeah basically and i heard the gm saying that too he was just kind of like look like we haven't played in a couple weeks we're gonna need some practices to get back right and so are you telling me the Wizards decided to I chill? I think so. I mean, I think they decided we haven't played basketball in three cool. weeks. We might all break our ankles if we go out there tonight to play. The first moment we get cleared. How many games are the Wizards going to have to play for anybody to care? Like in the in like the like the, the I league, saw a you know? stat like they're going to have to in order to complete the 72 game season they're going to have to play like 60, like whatever, 62 games in like 75 days or something, which is insane. Well, hopefully they just make them all home games yeah. for us. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Do you think they can make any of them like intramural like scrimmages? That just involve the staff. Like yeah. f- front office people should be playing games for us. Yeah, concurrently. Like they should have like – the Wizards front office playing the Magic front office while, like, the real teams play. Yeah. The real Mets play. Yeah. And then at the end of every week, so, okay, two makeup weeks where we play every day, but half of those games involve front office people. And then on the last day, the game is Mario Party. Mm, I'm not for that. You know, I've got Mario Party, but uh, for the Switch, haven't played it a single time yet. Do either of you guys have that? Man, I, I have been trying to figure out Little Big Planet for <laughs> five years. <laughs> Just in time for the PS5. Uh, guys, in WNBA news, free agency's in full swing. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces officially put the core tag on center Elizabeth Cambage, which... I don't know how that helps or hurts Jamel's plans to get Elizabeth to the the Sparks. Listen, man, all that means is there's no rentals. She's going to come down here for a long-term thing. And I say good for her. L.A. is where you belong, sister. Right. So the core tag is kind of – it's like a less powerful, like, franchise tag in the NFL, right? Like, core tag basically gives the teams, like, first refusal of negotiation. So, like, basically, Elizabeth Cambage right now that she has the core tag can only negotiate with the Aces. But if they don't come to a deal, then she can go elsewhere. Is that right? Doesn't core tag kind of sound like either, like, some kind of laser tag or some kind of, like, workout Peloton like video? Fucking, like, We're going to do core tag now, guys. Center in yeah, LA. it's Orange Theory. Know. It does sound like Orange Theory, Jamel. What I know about uh, a franchise tag is yeah. players hate it. That's what that's how I felt. Like I was like, I know Elizabeth Cambage. Like she doesn't need the WNBA. <laughs> like clearly, she sat it out because she was like, I have health concerns. I'm going to stay in Australia, play here, and do my DJ gigs. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but I think perhaps more interesting because even though WNBA the draft and free agency happened. There's been not huge moves yet. Uh, I think the biggest move in WMA news is Cappy Pondexter on her Instagram trying to tear a mailbox out from the, the ground. Yeah, uh, it's 
She's just trying to take some merch picks and made an interesting artistic choice with uh, yeah. one of it's, the slides. Uh, it's, there's, if you go to her Instagram, she's definitely, it's seemingly, I mean, trying to tear public government property <laughs> out from the concrete. Listen, bro. Cappy Bondexter is one of the most interesting mm-hmm. basketball yeah. personalities that we don't talk about. So what I, mean, I love we about talk about what, it because we're on the forefront of sports journalism. But like, yeah, uh, if if you're not aware of Cappy Bondexter, we brought it up, uh, I think, months ago, back when this was happening. But there was a brief period where Cappy went missing and nobody knew where she was. Uh, and then it was about a week, I think, uh, of nobody knowing where she was. And it turns out that she uh, got arrested for assault, refused to give her identity to the LAPD. So they booked her as booked her as Jane Wise Doe, choice. Uh, released on her own recognizance recog- uh, a few days later, and then just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> like she just went back back about her life. Sounds a lot like how I uh, moved across the yeah, country. Yeah, she just resurfaced. She's like, and hey, what's up? Big, I'm back. Like, there was all these like social media posts. Like, nobody's heard from Cappy. If you've seen, if you see her, have any information, let her know. <laughs> and then it just kind of was like, oh, we found her, and like, we didn't really get much information until later. Um, and then she kind of took a month off from any kind of social media posts. I didn't like if you look at her Instagram between like October second. In like mid-November, there's nothing happening. And then she comes back with just like over-posting like tons and tons and tons of merch photos. She's trying to sell merch. I love the way she moves online. It's great. Yeah. Fresh out, dude. I mean, just the, that's what you just said is crazy. This woman has won like league titles, finals MVP. You know what I mean? Like McDonald's All American, and like the cops had no idea. Who yeah, she they was. booked like a six foot five, like athletic woman who was like, as of I mean, what? She last played in twenty eighteen, I think, right? Yeah. What? Where would Tony Parker have to get arrested for the cops to mm. not know who he was? Spain. <laughs> That's actually pretty. I think good they call. disowned him in Thank France, you. right? I like that. Quick. You answered that with Jeopardy <laughs> like precision. What is Spain? Who is Spain? I think is the right. Y'all. Why is Spain? Is Spain? Mm-hmm. There is them is Spain. Spain. I think it's whom is Spain actually. Hey, callback. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Speaking of callbacks, you guys remember that uh, Papadia joke? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think about uh, it nightly. So yeah, go to Cappy Pondexter's Instagram. Follow her. Always a fun follow. Guys, is there any other basketball stuff going on? I feel like the Sixers are really good, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, we'll wait a week. We'll wait for y'all to blow uh uh two. Joel Embiid, man, week. he's he's early lead for uh MVP right now, but it's all it's only been like fifteen games. What an upgrade. By the way, from your head coach, I could just say that, bro. I told you it was. It's a respect thing. Like, at some point, like they were never going to listen to Brett Brown. Doc has a just a different feel. Yeah, possibly. I mean, it did go from like camp counselor to like a guy who has NBA championship ring. Uh, 
Yeah, dude. It's like the the principal before Morgan Freeman at Lean on Me. Yeah. That's who Brett Brown was. But before, I think you know what I'm saying? I don't want to give Doc Rivers all the credit because it also is like personnel changes. Like the 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 role players around Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons this year is a steep upgrade. They ain't that different. Y'all had Tobias. That's true. Last year. But uh Seth Curry. That he's okay. he's been yes. good. Uh, I think for he's sure. still a little overpaid for what he is, but I think he's still very good. Uh, Shake Milton, uh, he got plenty of. We have tape What's of you that? talking so much slander against Seth Curry, like oh yeah, because he sucked for ago. the first like eight games of the season. He was like legit awful, and then he became what he was in Dallas, which is pretty good. And has anything any of us have ever said? No, mattered? I don't know. No. Okay, just check. Not even close. It just I've been right most of the time. The only thing I was officially wrong about was the Knicks making the playoffs two seasons and the ago. Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Rams. Peter, I'll get you your money in a month. Thank you. you. Guys make a little. The Rams made the playoffs, though. You acted yeah. like the Rams was bad. The Rams is good. Well, I mean, one team is in the Super Bowl, and then another team is not in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady is the devil, and that we can yeah. all agree upon. Happy basketball. All right. Happy basketball, kids. Goodbye. Thank you for listening or watching.